This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Parents, future pet parents, everyone listening to Best Bets for Pets, thank you so much for tuning in. And today, you know, we normally talk about fun products and we have more of a like kind of a lighthearted show, but I want to share with you something that happened to my senior dog recently. And we'll talk about some products later on, but I think it's very important to share this information because. Oh boy, I wish I had known about it prior. And with all I know about pets and and dogs and however many years I've had dogs, I've never had this happen. Stay tuned. I also have a very special guest. We'll be right back. If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not-so-adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. everyone. Welcome pet parents. I am so excited to have on Best Bets for Pets today, Dr. Jeff Werber. He is a worldwide known vet. He is a host of our very own show, which is live on Sundays at 12 noon Eastern time. And he's a great friend and he's like the know-all of vets. I can't say enough great things about him. Welcome, Dr. Jeff. Well, hello. Thanks for having me here. And um. I don't know about knowing everything, but I'm hoping after 34 years, I, I know a lot. Well, I know every question I've ever had, you have the best, you know, most knowledgeable answer. And today, I wanted to talk about something, and then I'll talk about my personal experience later. But what can you tell everyone? I wanted everyone to know about what's called old dog disease or vestibular old dog disease. What is that? So uh, we call it idiopathic vestibular disease or old dog vestibular disease. And we, we often joke that when we use the word idiopathic, it kind of means we're just a bunch of idiots and we can't figure out why it happens. Just happens. So based on the conditions, and let, let's explain for sure for what happens. So if you notice it as a pet parent, you don't necessarily freak out, but it's a problem within the middle and inner ear. We call the balance and equilibrium centers of the brain. And there's something in there, if you remember from even your high school biology, there's semicircular canals within the ear, and it's almost like a bubble balance. And when they're out of whack, we no longer have that ability to center our world. So depending on the problem, the inflammation within this, okay, this vestibular apparatus, this balance and equilibrium apparatus, then their world is upside down, or it's sideways. So the first thing you notice about these dogs is their heads are tilted, and they keep walking around in a circle in one direction or another. And how I often will tell somebody what to do at home, this call, this freaked out call, 
as to, oh my God, he can't stand. I got, interestingly, I got the exact words from a very good friend of mine. I was actually in the North American Veterinary Conference in Orlando. Uh, This is several years ago. I just came back actually from VMX, which is the newly coined phrase for North American Vet Conference. They call it Veterinary Medical Expo. So here I am and I get this call from my friend and he, he says, Jeff, I lost Norman. I mean, you lost Norman. He goes, he's here, but he is, he, it's like he's glued to the ground. He can't get up. Every time he tries to get up, he goes right down. His head is tilted. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I already know what this is, but let me ask you a question. I said, do me a favor. Richard, I said, grab him by the cheeks. And I want you to look him straight in the eye, just like staring him down. Tell me what his eyes are doing. He goes, they're flickering back and forth. I said, ah, okay. So most likely what we have is this IVD, idiopathic vestibular disease. And I explained it just the same way I just explained it. So his world is going crazy and their eyes, we call it nystagmus. And when we have nystagmus, sometimes it's positional, but the classic case is a dog who is heads tilted. If they're trying to get up and they can, they're walking in circles, usually towards the direction where the head is down. And if you look at the nystagmus, you look at the eyes, you'll see the flickering back and forth. And sometimes, depending on what side, the fast and slow component, because it goes like ba-bump, 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 the eyes. So, you know, there are different ways to determine where the lesion is. Now we're getting into too much neurology, not necessary. So the key really is that we have pretty much a diagnosis. Okay, now. It comes on suddenly. Right. The bad news is, but also the good news is, it goes away fairly suddenly too. The problem is, we don't always know, wait a second, are we just assuming that this is idiopathic vestibular disease, or might there be something going on in the ear itself or in the brain? So we still need to see your veterinarian. Well, in my experience that, and from what I went through, I know that when the dog is, you know, Zeus was so, he was so dizzy and, and freaky. And for everybody listening, I'll tell you about my personal experience a little later, but they don't want to drink. They don't want to eat. So even if it is vestibular, and again, you can't be 100% sure because I did blood work, which helped them, you know, my vet more toward a diagnosis. They still, they need medication to be able to drink. They can't because it could go on for two to three days and to eat. Absolutely. And that's why I said it's very important to still see a veterinarian. You know, this could be predisposed because of a severe ear infection. So if you don't treat the underlying cause, then you'll have some issues. It's going to take longer. And you're not really doing your pet a service and they're going to be miserable anyway because of the infection. It could be something going on beyond the middle ear, which means you can't see it even if the ear is clean. And ultimately, if these things progress, advanced diagnostics might have to be done like a CT or an MRI. So, you know, again, the most common cause is going to be the vestibular disease, but that doesn't mean you ignore the symptoms and you will, you know, say, you know what, I'll just wait it out for a few days. Because you just mentioned during that few day period, they really are in sorts. They can't get around. They're afraid to get up. Their world is spinning around them. It's not a good feeling. And interestingly, we don't really know. I mean, what many of us will recommend because of the vestibular, it's like a vertigo, some medications like antivert or bonine, meclizine that might help. Many of us, because we know that they're probably is some degree of an inflammation going on, might even try a short course of corticosteroids to see if we can decrease the inflammation. But the bottom line is, it's idiopathic. We don't really know exactly what is going on or why. Any treatment that we do is just basically, it's an empirical guess. We're using things that won't hurt, it might help. And that's what I tell people. Look, I can't promise it's going to help, but I can tell you it won't hurt. 
Okay, and then while your dog is going through this, so say you go to the vet and you know it's vestibular and it's going to take a couple of days, you have the medications, what products out there can you recommend? Maybe just a few that might make your dog a little more comfortable while this is going on. Well, you know, for one thing, from a medication standpoint, you know, you can use things that are natural, like calming formulas, things that have, you know, valerian or passionflower or chamomile. The key is that dogs get very anxious when this is happening to them. They get very nervous. They get very excited because they don't know what's going on. They can't, they don't understand it. So we need to do what we can to calm them down. So anything from, as I said, if you, you can use some, your doctor might prescribe something like a Benadryl, not because the antihistaminic effect, but because the mild set of effects. Bonine or meclizine, which is a travel sickness medication because their world is spinning. They're getting dizzy. They have like getting a motion sickness. This might help. You know, I like natural products are great. The Calms Vest is used for, you know, more of an anxiety, fear, you know, behavior like that, separation anxiety. But again, it's for calming. So that would be a really good product to talk to your veterinarian about or just go online and learn more about it. But it has a calming effect. And it's drug-free. We love things that are drug-free. So anything that, you know, might cause or help with some of this provoking behaviors might be of assistance when you have a dog going through this because, as I said, it's frightening for them. It's very sad to see a dog going through this because they're so afraid to get up because they think they're going to fall right down again. It's a scary experience, but I know that you just did a show on dental, which is something that we've talked about in the past. And to let everybody know, but I'm going to tell you more about my experience a little later, but Mr. Z had his blood work and it was all good. And my concern Mm -hmm. was, could he have his dental because he's 12 and a half? And as I know that many of you vets say age is not a disease and I'm a proponent of those annual dentals, the real dentals, because I know they're important. And long story short, well, the long story will come later, but he was okay to have his, my vet gave him the thumbs up to based on his blood work and everything and how his recovery to have his dental and he went through his dental no problems everything's fine and the pet parent like me is going to be more diligent in the future making sure his teeth stay nice because then he'll be like 13 and a half and i know that makes me a little bit even more nervous but i do agree totally with your i love the the show i was listening to it because it's live and yeah you have to get those really thorough dentals one of our rescues we waited quite a while and he had to have four teeth pulled and he had to just have a lot more work done than he would have ordinarily if he had had regular dentals you know it's interesting we we call you know we talk about the self-fulfilling prophecy and i tell this to people and i'm so glad you just made that point the longer one waits to have something like this done the more they're going to need it and that's why we talk about preventive care and catch it before it becomes a problem then we are doing not only our pets a major service you are saving yourselves money and that's the thing yes the cost of veterinary care is expensive But if you continue to wait and put things off and the problems then sort of will multiply, then it's going to even be more expensive. So you're not doing anybody a favor by waiting. And when you see it, have it taken care of, have it taken care of what's in mind. Perfect example, I saw a client a couple of weeks ago and had a small mass anus of a dog that was an intact male at eight years of age, okay? Well, first of all, you can imagine the the issues going in my head. Why is this eight-year-old dog still intact? You know, I couldn't believe it. And uh, so we talked about that and they were ready to have him neuter. And I said, you know, this mass around the anus is probably what's called the perianal adenoma, which is directly linked to testosterone. 
So I said, look, if we're going to take that mass off, we need to get them fixed anyway. So let's just do it all at the same time. They put it off two weeks. It came back in Friday. I, I just did the surgery. That little mass was no longer a little mass. And it was much, it was probably three times the size. And of course, what would have been a very, very simple, less expensive procedure became a more expensive, more challenging procedure because it was not only growing in size, but it was growing in depth. And of course, working around that area, we have to be very careful about the nerves and the musculature because we don't want to create a dog who becomes fecal incontinent, meaning he can't control his anus anymore. So you're not doing anybody any favors by waiting too long. And that just goes in the head and ties into even vestibular. You know, if you see, you know, our animals can't, they talk to us sort of, but they can't really talk in words, you know. And if, if you notice things that are off, it's, you don't have to be hypochondriac about your fur kids. But if you notice something's a little off, a little weird, don't wait and wait and wait. Because like you said, the problem could just bloom and then you're in for a much larger problem or it could be even fatal so yeah don't totally don't wait dr jeff i'd like to thank you so much as always it's wonderful to speak with you and thank you so much for taking the time to be on best bets for pets and for all my listeners that might not have heard your show although i can't imagine why again when are you on I'm on Sunday mornings, noon Eastern, nine out here in the West. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We would love to have your listeners join us. We have a Google Hangouts link that you can pick up on Pet Life Radio, and we can see people live. And I, and I say, and this will be a great subject to talk with you in the future, but telemedicine, telehealth is here. It's actually here. And I want pet parents to get used to the notion of I don't necessarily have to run in. I can reach up my veterinarian or a veterinarian live with my phone, with my computer, and my pet. And you know, many of the questions that you may have might be answerable without having to run in. And um, it's convenient, it's less expensive, and it's the best way to not wait. I wait, when can I not wait? And it's, uh, I think it's just gonna be a big boom to overall healthcare for our pets. That sounds good. Well, I'll be listening in next Sunday for sure. Thank you again. Okay, great. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Sit, stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try LicoChops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. 
Ah, I was so wonderful to hear Dr. Jeff talk about vestibular. It's actually canine idiopathic vestibular disease. And I'm going to share with you my personal experience. And again, even though it's more of a medical issue, there are products that you can have for your dog. And I'm going to share two of the products that I used for Mr. Zeus that made him more comfortable while this was going on. But I also want to spread the word because if you know about it, even though, of course, you should see your vet because it might not be, you know, vestibular disease. If you know about it, it's less scary, right? Okay, here's what happened. I came home one night and we had just bought some area rugs and our dogs have been pretty good. And my mate, first thing he said was, oh, the rug, there's poop on it already. I've had it one day. And I'm looking around and I don't see Mr. Zeus. So I'm looking, I'm calling for him. I go to my office. My office is kind of in the corner and he's faced, facing the chair. He's shaking his head back and forth like crazy. He's panting. I think he urinated on himself and I just freaked. I thought, oh my gosh, Zeus, what's the matter? What's the matter? Yelled for my guy to come in here, said, look, look what's happening. And so I tried to get Mr. Zeus up. He could barely, barely stand up. And he was, he was not facing the door. So I had to somehow get him up and turn him around so he could make it outside and somehow make it out the door so he could relieve himself because I just thought maybe he needed to relieve himself and or get some water or something. And I called my vet and of course, I heard it from my vet, and it seems to be more common. Vestibular disease generally happens at night, which is when you can't reach your vet. So I went to the emergency hospital because I, I don't do well with when my dog is not feeling well. And this, it's freaky. Your dog is panting. His head's shaking back and forth. His eyes are twitching. He wasn't rolling around. It, that, that also happens to some dogs, but he was just a mess. He was able to finally stand and walk outside. But I did have to lift him up into the vehicle to get him to the emergency hospital. So at the emergency hospital, I decided to do blood work just to make sure that it, you know, they don't know what it is. They can't just say, well, it's vestibular because it does mimic other types of things. It could have been a seizure. It could have been a tumor. There's, There's a lot of other things it can be. That's why they call it idiopathic because they deduce by doing these various tests, you know, blood work and so forth and narrow it to what it could be. So the blood work came back and thank goodness the blood work she said was excellent for a dog of his age. Everything was very good. So that calmed me somewhat. And she said, you know, he's okay to go home. And she had given him some medication. What happens when, just think about if you've ever been very dizzy or maybe hopefully you've never had any kind of ear infections or anything, but think about if you've ever been spun around very quickly or came off of a very fast roller coaster ride or something. You know, you're dizzy, you're a little nauseous, you can't stand very well. And for most of us, it lasts for a couple seconds. Well, this is what's going on when your dog has vestibular, but all the time. And so I went the first thing in the morning to my vet 
And he did a couple of tests and he said, yes, it's, I'm pretty sure it's vestibular because if it was a seizure, it wouldn't last as long and so forth. He gave me the various medications. He asked me a few things. Um, is your dog doing this or that? And I said, no. And he said, uh, yeah, pretty sure it's vestibular. And so he explained it as, think about, we have five senses, you know, we see, we hear, we taste, we touch, and we smell. And think about if two of your senses are gone. So he couldn't touch because he was so dizzy and he couldn't see well because his eyes were twitching like crazy. So it made it very hard for him to stand up. And it also made it hard for him to drink or eat. So got him home. He went on medication and long story short, he went back for a recheck after a week and he was doing amazingly well. So, and so well that after a few weeks after that, he was able to go for his dental because his blood work looked well. And you know, my vet did a couple of tests as far as how he could stand and move. He's been eating and drinking well, walking fine. And so went through his dental and his dental went well too. And I just, again, want to share this, want to get the word out because I mean, I've had dogs for kind of telling my age here, but I've had dogs over 30 years. So I thought, oh, I know everything about dogs. Yeah, right. I never heard of this before. I've never seen it before. I've had old dogs before. Never. And it just happens. It tends to happen to, again, older dogs. It happens, usually happens to larger dogs. It doesn't. And I've had larger dogs before, but didn't happen. And again, common in older dogs. And while Zeus was recuperating, I did find a couple of products very helpful. Like Dr. Jeff said, I've used comms before, especially for Mr. Nicky, who gets nervous as anything. And he literally shakes anytime there's thunder, fireworks, whatever. So the comms vest was very helpful. I also found to be very helpful belly bands because Zeus couldn't get up and move very fast. And what belly bands are, and I've done a show on it, it's a piece of fabric that wraps around your dog and inside you put an incontinence pad. There's a few different brands on the market. I happen to use Poise. And what happened was it made it easier for both of us because when Zeus had to go do number one, he could go right in the pad. And during the beginning of his vestibular, while he was recovering, he drank a lot. I mean, he was drinking all the time because they give some of the medications to make him thirsty so he wouldn't dehydrate himself and also to make him anti-nausual, to make him hungry so he would eat. And with the drinking came, of course, a lot of, you know, doing number ones. And so the belly band was a big help because he was able to just go in that, especially since, you know, there were times he was home and I wasn't able to just take him out immediately. You know, maybe I was doing a show or something. As far as where you can find belly bands, it's bellybands.net. I love, love, love this product. I've gotten it for all my dogs. It's a great product to have on hand. You know, if you're traveling, if you're taking your dog to a stranger's home, if you're not sure how your dog's going to behave around maybe new people, you know how dogs, some little dogs get excited and pee on new people. This is the best because they, I thought Zeus would mind wearing it because he's a larger dog. And generally when I put clothes on him, he stands still. He's like, what, what is this on me? He had no problem. 
And I think it also made him preserved his dignity while he was sick with vestibular because he wasn't peeing all over himself. You know, they, they, it's something I'm thinking of him, you know, but, but I, I think it maybe helped him that way. You can find out more at bellybands.net. They make all sizes from teacup to mastiff. There's a lot of different colors. They wash like a dream. I recommend getting at least two because while one is washing, you can have the other one. Think about it. If your dog is going to stay with a relative or a friend and you're not sure how they're going to react, no problem. Have them wear a belly band. And even if you think you know that your dog is housebroken, I had a situation years ago where he went to visit a friend and jumped on her bed and peed right on her bedspread. And that was a huge dry cleaning bill. I probably could have bought five belly bands for what that dry cleaning bill cost me. So it's great to have belly bands and just have them just in case, you know, your dog is ill or something like that. Bellybands.net. The other product I loved and Zeus felt so comfortable on this, you know, his world is spinning around. Around, and what's better than a soothing bed? So I like the Yogi Bo bed. It's Y-O-G-I-B-O. You can do a search for it. It's available, um, I'm sure, on Amazon, a lot of other places. It's, it's kind of like a beanbag bed, but it's very soothing on your animal because it conforms to their body shape. And even though I have uh, five fur kids in the house. When Zeus was not going through his vestibular, he owned that. And he literally, he stayed on that Yogi Bo. That just made him feel better. I think it's because it kind of soothed and enveloped close to his body, just making him feel better. So I'd love to hear if you've ever had any situations like this and what any products that you recommended. But those are the three I recommend. Belly Bands, uh, Calm's Vest, and the Yogi Bo Bed. They seem to do, you know, be the most helpful while Zeus was going through his vestibular old dog disease. And I welcome any comments or questions, Michelle, at PetLifeRadio.com. I am thrilled to have had Dr. Jeff on my show to talk a little bit about this. It's, you know, something that's near and dear as I went through it. And I just thought, let me do my part by getting the word out. Because once you know about it, and, you know, even if you have cats and it doesn't, this, as far as I know, this is not a disease that happens in felines. But you might have a friend with a dog or an older dog. And just to say, hey, I heard this show, listen to it so you know that if this ever happens, don't freak. It could be something that might go away. But you do need to see your vet as soon as possible. And just like Dr. Jeff said, I want to make sure to make that you know, just because you heard this show and you, your dog has his symptoms, it might not be vestibular. So you want to see your vet as soon as possible. Also, even if it is vestibular, your dog is dizzy as anything, nauseous and dehydrated. And vestibular takes, even if it's on its own without medication, I believe in doing some reading, it might take two to four days to to pass. And even longer without medication, your dog cannot be without food or water for that long. And there's also, I believe Zeus also had an antibiotic just in case there was an infection. So you must go see your vet. It's just knowing about this, you will not think, 
like Dr. Jeff said about um, his patient, that your dog is dying. I thought that's what was happening. I thought Zeus was having some kind of heart attack or I had no idea. But knowing about this calmed me, you know, somewhat. And knowing that it was, you know, something that's curable calmed me. One thing I will let you know about, they sometimes it does leave your dog with a little head tilt. So Zeus He has a little head tilt now, but hey, it just adds to his character, right? Anyways, I want to thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Best Bets for Pets. And uh, thanks to Dr. Jeff for coming on my show and telling us from a veterinary standpoint and from a very educated veterinary standpoint about canine idiopathic vestibular old dog disease. I'd like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound good. And I'd like to thank Mr. Zeus for letting me share his experience. And for everyone listening, thank you for uh, listening to Best Bets for Pets. And all your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Now keep listening. We have a lot more great shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.